Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm not a person opposing a tax increase. I'm not sitting here. If you have to raise the taxes so that I'm safe, I'm okay with that. But I'm not okay with you raising my taxes to change a sign on a street of a guy that has a fort named after him in Jamaica. I put it on city council, whoever votes on the budgets. I'm not an expert in any of this, but I'll tell you right now, my tax money and the people that I talk to, their tax money, they want it spent on safety. They want to be safe. They don't want to fear for their lives. And right now, the city of Toronto, people fear for their lives. They're afraid. Okay, so that was Joey calling in to Greg Brady this morning on Toronto Today. He had also made a deputation yesterday at the budget consultations. And I think an important message there, okay, I'll I'll pay a little more. If my problems are being solved, instead we're being told, no, you're going to pay a lot more. You're going to pay 16.5% more. Oh, and the whole public safety issues, policing, we're actually going to trim that. We're going to give uh, the police less than they need for their upcoming budget. And as I said, today's the day to speak out. Last day of consultations, although the vote isn't coming for a couple weeks, so you make your voice heard right now. Uh, I was talking about how City Councilor Jay Robinson in Don Valley West, I've been CC'd on on correspondence her constituents have been having. She's been replying back to them saying she will vote against this. So you don't need to take this sitting down. And also, you don't need to wait until it's happened and then grumble about it after the fact. And by the way, I'm with you on the grumbling. I'm I'm not criticizing you for that. Grumble away, complain away. But you can be louder and you can be loud before things are concluded. You can be loud today today to let people know this isn't acceptable. And the directive that you can give them is vote against it. And I understand other city councillors are either planning to do it or on the fence about it. So your voice does matter because you can can push them over in the right direction if they hear from enough people. And there are a lot of different groups, individuals, stepping forward, speaking out, uh, getting letter campaigns going and making their presentations. Uh, one such deputant joining us now in studio. Great to welcome back Dana McKeel. Hey, Dana, how you doing? Anthony, great to be here. Always great to chat with you, and you're well-known in the sp- sports broadcasting world, and also, of course, as the head of the Downtown Concerned uh, Citizens Organization, downtown representing businesses, representing residents along Esplanade, along Front Street, a lot of issues there. And we're going to talk about public safety in the next block, but also your budget concerns. You went down to City Hall yesterday. Tell me how that went. Uh, went very well, actually. Uh, very impactful. As a matter of fact, uh, city councillors uh, Gord Perks, Shelley Carroll, Chris Moyes, and uh, Diane Sachs were all there. Sachs uh, hiding behind a, a laptop, uh, not visible. And uh, they didn't want to be singled out. They did not want to be singled out, uh, as uh, my presentation uh, of five minutes uh, had allowed. And uh, they just did not want to be singled out in, in terms of, uh, you know, taking responsibility for the, account, uh, for the budget 
and for all the carnage that's been caused over the, the past kind of several years. Well, what do they mean singled out? Because these are individuals making specific choices. So we got to single it out. Uh, well, uh, Shelley Carroll was the chair of uh, the committee meeting uh, last night held at City Hall. And uh, she made it very clear to me that uh, she would not uh, she does not want to be singled out. Uh, nor does Gord Perks or Chris Moyes. And yet uh, these are the individuals that are making decisions on the, the budget and uh, all the carnage that has been caused because of it. Uh, and that includes uh, the crime, the bike lanes, uh, the overpayment and construction uh, and various other uh, 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 departments that have caused so much damage. Well, we don't have those restrictions here on what people can and can't say They shouldn't have them at City Hall. That's where we should be speaking openly. I thought the whole point of these consultations and deputations was to single out the priorities. Dana, go ahead and single them out. Well, we've got lots. Mike's over to you. Uh, that includes uh, the bike lanes. We'll start right there because that's where a, a lot of money's being dropped. $30 million on a cycling budget, which includes $20 million for general bikeways and $10 million specifically to commence construction of the West Toronto Rail Path, part of a goal of 100 kilometers of new bikeways scheduled for implementation by year-end 2024. 100 kilometers of more bike lanes. Our bar- bike paths more important than the terror of crime uh, Toronto has witnessed over the past three years or 22-minute delays that Toronto police expect uh, because uh, they're also, uh, this budget committee is also uh, talking as if they're making cuts to Toronto police already, according to Shelley Carroll's uh, press uh, scrum last week. So we have these horror stories of people calling 911 and being told, can you please hold? The phone isn't picking up. Police officers who are overworked, working hard, not being able to attend to calls. And you're saying, this ain't going to fix it. This will just make it worse, our current budget attitude. Yeah, exactly. And uh, not only make it worse, when you have a 22-minute delay, you're going to see all kinds of highlight packages coming out on news with uh, criminals with stopwatches. Okay, guys, we've got 22 minutes to take down this Cartier store or to take down this Nike store or the Rogers store. And then uh, and then from there, they're going off about um, uh, you know how much uh, time they can uh, respond you know, the criminals are already gone and the, te- the, ca- the carnage has already been caused. How many times have we seen, uh, you know, problems, fights, stabbings, that sort of thing on the subways? And people fear that, that the, the, tra- the trauma there is yeah. still felt after that man was uh, stabbed last year on the subway. You're so right about the criminals timing. There's that Angelina Jolie movie, Gone in 60 Seconds, where they got, they put the clock on and they have 60 seconds to get away with the crime because they respect the fact that the police are actually pretty darn good and have the resources to respond in 60 seconds seconds you're saying the canadian version of that film is gone in 22 minutes and they're just sitting there with a a much longer clock because they got a lot of time uh to do all of this i mean what a what an awful situation to be in and that's an emergency and yet we're not prioritizing that when it comes to the budget everybody's 16.5 percent tax increase uh chief demke is asking for 1.7 percent increase for the leading priority in the city and they're told and demke is being told you're asking for too much we're going to cut it uh, th- there are certain members of Toronto City Council that are hellbent on destroying the city with their ideologies. And these are left-wing ideologies. And we can start right there with the mayor, Olivia Chow. And we go right on from there to Gord Perks and uh, Chris Moyes and Osma Malik and all the rest of them on that left wing of city council who are just uh, hellbent on causing all this uh, destruction and erosion. Here another good example. They want to drop bike lanes on the Esplanade and over in Fort York, uh, Eglinton Avenue, Kingston Road, the Danforth, Bloor West, 
King, Kingsway and uh, all the massive majority have spoken up and said, no, this is not going to happen. We are we are putting down the hammer right now. It's not going to happen. It's going to cause too much damage. You named every major street. How yeah. many streets are left? Well, there's... 100 kilometers. Not a lot left. And uh, they want to grid the entire city of uh, bike lanes. And it's really strangling goods and services coming in and out of the city. It's really strangling uh, senior citizens. And it's strangling EMS and Toronto Police Services. They claim that they've uh, consulted with uh, Toronto EMS and Toronto Police Services. Uh, no, they haven't, because uh, we approached uh, 51 and 52 Division downtown. We've approached the uh, fire departments downtown, and none of them have been consulted. And they all are against uh, bike lanes obstructing uh, police response and emergency response. We're joined now by Dana McKeel from the Downtown Concerned Citizens Organization, who gave a presentation to the Budget Committee yesterday at Toronto City Hall. Dana, I spoke about Jay Robinson saying she's going to vote against it. I understand James Pasternak has has signaled some similar things to to your group and to other constituents. What's Councillor Pasternak saying? He's saying no way that he's supporting uh, this budget. There's right. just no way that uh, they're going to put up with 10.5%. And then uh, to have a shotgun clause in the contract or in the budget to say, uh, we're going to tack on another 6% if uh, Justin Trudeau doesn't fork over the cash to Olivia Chow. And apparently she had a meeting uh, this past weekend with uh, Christia Freeland. But the uh, fact of the matter is uh, she's playing chicken with uh, the yeah. taxpayers' money. Seems like it didn't go well. And, you know, I, I'm certainly not a Justin Trudeau pom-pom waiver, but at the same time, when I hear that he and his team members are upset at the way Olivia Chow's done it from like a bullying approach to them. I, I can appreciate why it's just not savvy. It's not the way to do this. No, it's uh, not the way to uh, handle uh, business between uh, city hall and Ottawa or city hall and Queens park uh, or any of the above. It, 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 the way that uh, she's gone about doing this is very left wing. It's very let's attack Let's uh, go on the attack. We're the victims. We're uh, defenseless all the Mm. time. We need money all the time. Instead of going line by line through that budget to ensure that uh, there are savings in every department. And I assure you, Anthony, and you know this as well as I do, you can go through City Hall and clean house. There you go. And that's what so many people are calling on Olivia Chow to do and city staff to do. So far, they ain't doing it. Dana McKeel with us, Downtown Concerned Citizens Organization. When we come back, we're going to talk about those recent horrible incidents on our streets, crime, weird, wild, wacky crime that we just don't seem to be able to get under control. Continuing the conversation right here on The Alex Pearson Show, I'm Anthony Fury. It happened at Bathurst and Finch around 3.30 yesterday afternoon, which prompted the high school Northview Heights secondaries to go into lockdown for about an hour. Luckily, it was when many staff and students had already gone home for the day, but police and paramedics saying one person, a male victim, was taken to hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. There were initial reports of a second injury, but police say a second victim has not been located. That was in North York around the same time at Union Station, an evacuation on Monday night after a man attacking people with bear spray around 8.30 p.m. No reported injuries. The suspect fled the scene. What on earth is going on? I go to Union Station a lot these days, and there's a lot of troubled folks there. Normally they keep to themselves, but I guess in some cases they don't. Young and Dundas Square, similar issues there. You're hearing about it in North York. You're hearing about it all across the city, most acutely downtown, of course. The drug crisis playing a major role in all of this. These folks need help, but they should also not be permitted to uh, to downgrade other persons' lives while they are struggling with their issues. And we're finding the city unspooling in a number of ways. Dana McKeel, 
uh, with us now. We were talking before the break, Dana, about your presentation to the Budget Committee and a lot of that about public safety issues. Dana, you represent the Downtown Concerned Citizens Organization. You've also been talking a lot about the carnage we're seeing on our streets. Sometimes it's spiking in the headlines. Sometimes it's not. We've seen awful things. But I think even when it's not in the headlines, am I right in saying it's still going on out there? It's still happening. It's still happening. And a lot of it is because of heroin injection sites. Uh, we saw the, uh, the murder of a young mom, uh, last summer, uh, outside South Riverdale, uh, injection site. Uh, and, uh, we've seen a lot of, uh, characters hanging around Union Station and they've been hanging around since, uh, 2020 and the pandemic. Right. Uh, and that was because of the Strathcona Hotel and the Novotel. And, uh, even though those, uh, hotels have been shut down for, uh, catering to the uh, homeless population, they've still... Uh, still hanging around Union Station. And uh, the general manager of Union Station hasn't done anything about it or has done very little. What should we be doing here in terms of addressing these problems? Well, first off, enforcing the bylaws and uh, getting the police in there to make the arrests of these individuals instead of just sloughing it off and saying, well, it, it's, uh, you know, it's somebody uh, doing drugs and yeah. we've got a feel for them and all this stuff. Let's get them in the proper facilities uh, for drug rehabilitation and completely drying out this idea of heroin injection every night at 11 o'clock and then they're free to roam the streets all hours of the night. That's not going to fly. And it uh, has caused an, an awful lot of carnage, robbery, break and enter, theft, uh, violence uh, on the downtown streets. We've witnessed it. I've personally witnessed it because I do uh, walks almost weekly up and down Young Street and various other parts of downtown Toronto. In and out Burger, popular burger chain in the United States announced they're shutting down Oakland locations because they just can't deal with the fact that there are troubled people there who are just messing up with every single location, going in, doing drugs, robbing people, robbing the stores. Just can't make it work anymore. Joe Warrington had the report on an Oshawa Tim Hortons uh, to shut down the dining room because there's just too much drug injection going on right there at the tables. You want to bring your kid for a donut? Nope, you're not going there. You know, I lived in the building, um, the condo building near Moss Park. Uh, Sherburn and Richmond there where there's a Tim Hortons that Tim Hortons total mess and I really feel for the workers there we're not Oakland yet and that's the big thing Dana I'm worried that we are not going to act until it's too late we got to stop the decline well stopping the decline uh, starts with electing officials that are going to be efficient and do something about it what we've got right now in downtown uh, downtown city politicians Osma Malik Chris Moyes Diane Sachs uh, Paula Fletcher and company they uh, don't do anything about it. As a matter of fact, they peddle this ideology, this San Francisco-based ideology, and it's not going to fly. The overwhelming majority are absolutely angry over this. Cannot uh, put up with this any longer. And we've seen a little bit of progress. I'm glad the Kensington Market encampment was shut down. They were terrorizing uh, the kids' school just two doors down in terms of awful things. They were screaming at four-year-old kids and defecation and leaving the used needles right where the kids walk. And, you know, Olivia Chow and I had a a big exchange on television six months ago back and forth about that. And I was pushing, you got to shut this down. And it's been shut down. See how let that happen. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that there's progress like that. But I wonder, is that it? Or are we going to see more progress in terms of making things safe for families again? Well, let's hope they do. And uh, I know that uh, division commanders from uh, 14, 51, and 52 uh, have spoken up about this. I know that uh, commanders at uh, headquarters have spoken up. And the chief of police is very aware of what's going on. We still see encampments, whether it's at Moss Park or Allen's Gardens. Uh, Allen's Gardens is unbelievable. Yeah. 
and uh, to allow for this to fester. Uh, if it was anybody else and they go to a local park and put up a tent, you know the bylaw officers are going to be right there. Oh, for sure. But this comes right from City Hall. This comes from Municipal Bylaw Enforcement, Carlton Grant, the head of the licensing uh, enforcement, and he gets his uh, direction from the City General Manager, Paul Johnson. And where does that come from? City Council. Osma Malik, Olivia Chow, and uh, and Posse. And these people do not want to enforce the laws. And you know what? Before the break, you were saying that Shelley Carroll said, please, you know, Dana, you're not allowed to name names. You can't single out things when you're giving a deputation. Oh, just talk in vague terms and so forth. <laughs> Don't actually identify the pain points. But you're talking about the pain points. You're saying there's real people here making real decisions. These choices matter. Choices have consequences. So we want these specific individuals to be leaders and lead. Let's uh, pinpoint where the problems right. are. And these are the problems to people making decisions at City Hall. And it's not just City Council. We're seeing uh, various departments uh, doing the same thing. Uh, you know, you talk about uh, the Transportation Department. Barbara Gray, Becky Cates, Adam Popper, uh, Jacqueline Howard. These uh, are people that are making decisions and dropping bike lanes all over downtown Toronto and tying up the city and uh, gridding out uh, Toronto with 100 kilometers of uh, bike lanes. That just adds to all the erosion. Uh, we are not San Francisco. We are not Seattle. We are Toronto. There's a big difference. And we got to act now to stop the decline. Dana McKeel, you gave that presentation to the budget. We know Jay Robinson, James Pasternak, a couple others are going to be voting against it. Uh, this is the last day for people to officially speak out, but they can keep bombarding their emails to their city councillors. What's the message? I, I think people need to say, vote against this. That's the action item here in terms of this budget, this 16.5% tax increase. What message do people need to get across to their councillors to flip them onto the, the right side, the side of sanity here? Well, just listening to uh, all the people affiliated with uh, the Downtown Concerned Citizens organization is uh, to vote this uh, budget down and to start looking at efficiencies within City Hall because there's a over a billion dollars that they can find inefficiencies and uh, it starts right there at City Hall and just to keep in mind uh, half of our committee is uh, from Bay Street so we know what we're talking about when it comes to money and of course if we don't clean up the city businesses leave capital flight and then the downward spiral continues exactly tragic stuff Dana McKeel downtown concerned citizens organization Thank you for being here and thank you for making that deputation because, you know, it, it takes a lot to take the time to prepare the presentation, go out there and do it, but you're, you're living it. So hats off to you. Yeah, thank you very much, Anthony. All right. Keep, uh, keep sending your feedback my way, text messages and so on, because today's the day, last day to, to make your voice heard officially, but you can keep bombarding them with emails to pressure their vote to go the right way because it's not coming up for a couple weeks, the actual vote. 